go along. I know you don't want to. I know you're scared. I saw the fear in your eyes 15 steps away. You walked up to me. It seems like forever, don't it? 13 steps. Each steps I wonder why go along with your friends down the street when you know you're not one of them. Sure, your path puts certain doubts in your head because you heard too many lies. After age 12, you refused to cry. Ten steps. You're a teenager now. The world is in front of you, but you ache to belong, to fit in. You're a square trying to fit in a rectangle, and you can't grab the handles. I know you're scared. I see the fear in your eyes. I know you don't want to, but I understand you have to. You have to go along with these monsters, these so-called humans. When, you, when we start to slide, it causes them to press on the defense while paying the ref while they get to the top of the world and they can have whatever they want. I don't know what they want, but they buy into it. Got people believing it. The kind that takes a team, you know, but it really takes two. There's a victim after all. Three steps. Left and I can see you really don't want to do this. I can see a hint of tear forming in your soul. Even though you got real good at hiding them. I can tell. One. They sent me to tell you. Stop with the going along. about there's something evolving whatever may come the world keeps revolving they say the next big thing is here that the revolution's near but to me it seems quite clear that it's all just a little bit of history repeating Welcome back to another edition of the Smoking Rhyme Show. It's Rex 45. I'm in the. I'm on the mic, trying to get it right. Trying to get it right. I'm on the mic. How's everyone doing on this uh, 
beautiful Monday night. Weather's pretty good. The weekend was pretty good. Um, shout out to all the folks I saw over this weekend. It was a um, pretty uh, fun weekend. Uh, Dazzle, you know how we do it. Say no more. Um, well, it's poetry night. Um, it's what we do here on the Smoking Rhyme Show. We're here every Monday midnight to um, 2 a.m. And we, you know, we got a lot of poetry, got a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about. You know, there's an election going on. Uh, for those that are paying attention, um, apparently there was an award show last night as well uh, that's uh, blowing up, uh, you know, making a little bit of noise or something like that. Um, give us a shout, 617-440-8777. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter, B87FM, the Instagram, you know, just put us in the search bar and find out as much as you can about us. That's what we do. Um, got a lot of things to talk about as well. as a cool show coming up on Thursday. Um, if you haven't, uh, you know, you got to come out because it's, it's, it's Stephen Marley. Couldn't even wait to get it out after a while. He's ready just to, just to talk about it because it's, it's going to be a fun night. Uh, can't wait for that to happen. You know, while I say that, I why not? Might as well give a little, um, you know, get it warmed up. Pre-party or something like that. Um, poets, give me a, uh, drop me an email, poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop the G in smoking, baby. We got some poetry to get into. I'm not even going to um, play tonight because it's just one of those nights. And we're going to have a lot of fun. sturdy nest built for the reed of his clarinet. Riding in his old caprice, the Illinois cornfields became lines of sheet music just waiting for me and my dad to write ourselves between them. See, music has run in my family for generations. My great-grandfather was a minister, his church bursting with hymns. My grandma taught piano for decades despite her aching hands, but my grandpa, he wore his music like a second skin. In the classroom, he taught so many younger players the tricks to stitching song, the patterns. The cycles, how a certain melody can repeat just when you think it's left the song forever. See, I know that Grandpa could play that horn till the house turned to honey, but I also know that when the clarinet left his lips, his voice didn't always ring so sweet. See, on the bad days, the chords darkened. His mouth became a vice, and his fingers hit everything but the keys. This is the dissonance that rings through our bloodline. Music is a lit house on a dark street, and violence is the rusting car left running in the driveway. My dad still tells stories of being chased through the hallways by his older brother, a boy searching the house for somebody to give that blue song their father had taught him. I, I wish that music could have stopped there. The rusting car in that driveway could have died with the old man who built it. Any musician will tell you that when you strike a note hard enough, it tends to echo. My dad was a new tune. 
My dad was a new tune. For years, he felt the slow ache of that dissonance that he never wanted to pass on, so he loved me hard but careful. He put a piano in our living room, and he left the keys uncovered. He did his best to let my young voice drive the ringing from his ears. Now, our anthem is a flared bell we both know will echo warm and loud through the years, but violence is an older chord. That's a way of slipping into even the richest music. We had just pulled his car into the driveway, lost in the middle of some ugly fight. I can't even really remember a valve open, the wrong note leaking through. His words became heavy footsteps. I could hear my grandpa walking through his voice, our volume swelling to distortion. I asked him, what? What are you really going to do? His fist lashed against my shoulder, and then it was over. I knew he wished that he hadn't done it. He knew that I would forgive him, but in that moment, the stillness was deafening. We just sat there. The words, my dad would never hit me. The words, I would never hit my son, dissolving. We just stared hard at the dashboard, our family history flickering just beyond the windshield, and a song leaking from the stereo, the engine running. Take your time, baby. Take a stand. Take a stand. Stay hydrated. Off of <laughs> Got the team on your back, though. Love you, baby. On a rooftop in Brooklyn, let's go. Like centuries spotting land off the Santa Maria, we fry meat to exalt our imperial founding fathers. To honor their legacy, we are monochromatic. Or rather, ranging from beige to lily white. <laughs> Against the soundscape of fat sizzle begins the barrage of irony. A friend says, Hey yo, f these hipsters. When we moved in, we were the only white people on the block. Now they're bringing a wine bar across the street. Another adds, Yeah man, it's bullshit. Now it's all skinny jeans and piercings. Word. Caught in the shine off of his earring, I wonder, did Columbus ever complain about the biter? Oh. Did Cortez drop that he hit Mexico before it was cool? Pizarro <laughs> say he knew the real Peru. Oh, and me, as I pen this poem, I am melting into the polyester seats in the laundromat of the neighborhood I am currently stealing. I know this block only from the safety of my rooftop, hidden behind the harmonica relic of someone else's blues. I drop the word Brooklyn too often into conversation as a concussive badge of authenticity, like it may wash the blood from out this skin, unhinge me from the history that gave me this quiet penchant for decimation. Nine blocks west, the barbarians who coined civilization are massive. Masked only to myself, shrouded in artist, radical, self-aware. I am their scout. These boots plow concrete, upturn corner convention to plant coffee shops and culture. This skin claims territory with the ferocity of a missionary's whisper. Traded the crackle of gunpowder for the dull roar of bulldozer. Armor for Armani, bullets for budget lines. Leave! or we will develop you. Oh, Sit on my front stoop like a flagstaff putrid in the dirt. Slouch like the stockade at Jamestown, 
Hair flutter like banner over the border checkpoint. I pick groceries like corn for the first Thanksgiving. Please know this is not about guilt. Guilt does not resurrect the projects from the dust settled into condo welcome mats. Does not sprout tomatoes in the Whole Foods parking lot. Alone, it paralyzes and does nothing. This is about context, about my reflection vibrating in that washing machine, about where do I put this body, scraggly and still sputtering without leveling livelihoods in my wake. But I shop local and the rent goes up. But I'm finding myself and the rent goes up. I studied sociology and the rent goes up. I, so I sit in this laundromat and load my blanket in the vain hope of washing out the smallpox. Welcome back to the Smoke and Rhyme show on the all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 on the mic here every Monday night. Midnight to 2 a.m. Giving you some poetry. As you heard, those folks are uh, coughing in between the second, first and second poem. We're going to talk about a little bit of marijuana uh, later on in this first hour. Cannabis, to be, uh, you know, to be technical, right? Because, you know, we have to be, uh, what's the, what's intellectuals? <laughs> uh, give me a shout out 617 uh, tell me what you think of those uh, two poems. Uh, Gentrification by Nick Petrie. That was pretty cool. Uh, you know, it is. The, it's always nice to be aware of what's happening in your surroundings and 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 and, and such, and and realize, you know, it's not like connected dots exactly. But, you know, you should know where you are in history, for lack of a better word, because then you can, you know, you can get your mind in, in a calibrated uh, in, 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 the, in the right uh, frame. So you're not, you know, too far ahead or too far behind. You don't want to be in the wrong place. You want to, you know, so you got to get that information. So I like gentrification because uh, he, he knows what's happening. And the one before that, if I can get that right, I did like that one as well. Um wasn't Dakota. I got a little bit of Ray Charles uh, bouncing in the background. Um, it's Ray Charles kind of night. Nice. Uh, first one was by Josh. Didn't know last name. They unfortunately can't give a sh- complete shout out to that. But what a poem. You know, these, these, it's, you know, father and son. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. It's always a struggle. Uh, let's go get rid of that, Ray Charles, because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get us down. It's Monday. It should be. We're not going to be rocking out, but we're not going to be too too down. And then we're going to get into a little bit more poetry a, a little later. Um, let's go into some poetry now, I suppose.
always the wooden staircase, the old piano, and my mother's garden. But I knew that home was bigger than that house. It mingled into the surrounding woods, the open fields, and the too many summers I spent skipping rocks on the riverbank. But in time, my home began to disintegrate. My first semester in college, a professor tells me where they buried the 38 bodies of the Dakota Indians they hanged in my hometown and says they buried them along the riverbanks. The first thing to go were my memories. Starting to yellow, they tinted like soiled wallpaper. The truth just started to curl out and drip to the floor. On my mantle was a photograph of myself only 12 years old, standing in front of Fort Snelling, smiling. They taught me how to churn butter and flash photographs of happy white settlers. What they didn't show me was the base of the fort the rotten patches of earth that held prisoners 1,700 Dakota people, a standing concentration camp in my backyard hidden behind log cabins and covered wagons. How could I have thought that my home was only my own? I guess those murders were much too messy. Someone decided that it was better to whitewash the blood off of the walls to celebrate Columbus Day, turn Native Americans into Halloween costumes, Solo, but will always be pudgy seventh grade dance grace. Dances often, loves moving, does not believe the body was made to stand still. Cannot ride a bicycle. Enjoys the <laughs> and sarcasm. Uh, Daydreams about zombie apocalypse, urban warfare, body heat. Has chased after boys. Always chasing after girls. Does, does not, not know what, what to do when she gets that. Maybe likes moving a little too much. Gets easily attached. Issues with separation. Has broken two relationships, but. Never face to face. Often says sex is foreplay for cuddling. 
believes this. <laughs> As love. May have been love. Still love. Will love often. Often will confuse love for other kinds of addictions. Has other kinds of addictions. No, about those. Writes mm. about politics. Distance. Come on, family. Girls. Writes about snow globes. Privilege. Family. Mm. Girls. Honesty. <laughs> Lies to himself often. Plays music for himself. Not for the women, not for the recognition. Doesn't need you to notice him. Thrives in the struggle selflessly. Does not define himself by sleepless nights in service. Sleeps well, knowing he's one of the good white people. Doesn't she to sleep? She can drink coffee, sleep when she's dead, when she's done writing this poem, when she has it all figured out. Just needs a few days, just like three days. Maybe give him a week, just like a month, if that. Doesn't need a relationship, thrives on being single. Has not found the right boy because they're all too short. She is too busy because they are not good enough. Fits so well this time. Has fit every time before. We'll break up with her tomorrow. Tried to make us work. Really, truly tried. She's still trying to need more time. She will be happy in two days. Five weeks. Three months. Ten years. Twenty-something. Crafts a convenient self-portrait. And picks every color. Measures every stroke. Does not even notice the paint on his hands. These are the lies we tell ourselves. This is how we keep this body warm. Twenty-something wraps himself in canvas. Calls itself reflection. If he paints over his skin. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on an all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 in the building. Oh man, it slipped. It slipped. I'm working on it, people. Change happens, you know, over over uh, 30 days. So give me some time. At the end of the month, you can uh, give me a little bit of flack or slack or whatever it is. Say something. Uh, that last one was by, um, let's see, let me get down to it. Westland University, 20-something. Uh, I don't know if my 20-something was like that, but you know. It is the it is a time of uh, learning, I, I suppose, and finding, uh, figuring out, seeing what you're made of. Maybe that happens a little sooner too. Different stages, I guess, of seeing what you're made of. You're listening to the Smoking Rhyme Show. If you, just in case you didn't know, uh, we're here every uh, Monday night, midnight to two a.m. And you know, it's poetry, lots of poetry. Uh, those poems you're hearing was for around 2012. Uh, the audience was a little rambunctious, and uh, you know they, uh, you know, so they were a little bit talky talky. But you know, you get the gist of the poems. Um, yeah, that, the one before that was Dakota, uh, which was a, that was a pretty powerful one. I mean, you know, uh, this young lady was, or someone she knows, or she, maybe she just made it up. Who knows? Uh, wrote a poem, and and you know, the, in the poem, the 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 person got inspired by. What she learned in college and, and it looked at her life and, and changed it. It's amazing. Uh, you know, college will change your life, as they say. We got some bills to pay. I'll talk about changing life. Uh, we'll be back with more poetry and a little bit of marijuana talk a little bit later. Go to the phrase that pay! More hip hop, more dance hall, more RB, more urban music. Give it away the most tickets to your favorite urban event. B87, baby! 
The Tourist VOG, Boston's unapologetic urban voice from that Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Wishing everybody a safe and happy weekend. As you're driving around the city and you have us on blast, all our DJs are doing their thing, holding you down. Good morning, Minjoli's Angel. Hi, this is Karen again. What's I owe up, you a Karen? big apology, sweetheart. I owe you a big apology. VOG says you had morning tickets. I missed both. <laughs> no, he always says that. Children. I am so sorry. I feel like a buffoon right now. I but it was funny, funny Karen. I, I know I feel bad because I started talking to the toilet by she was pregnant. I just got happy because I hear the word morning sickness no, associated with pregnancy. I'm, I had I'm so happy. Children needed, you know, so I'm so sorry. I no, I'm happy, me. Karen, that if I was pregnant, you'd be so happy for me. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yes, I would, but I, I, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm a phone right now. I, I mistook it for what he said this morning sickness. I just. No, no, no. You didn't mistake it. No, no, he told everybody. No, no, you didn't mistake it. I just. The choice in the morning now. Wake your ass up, morning show. That place where black people in Boston wake up and party. What's up, everybody? This is Fat Man Scoop. You already know, 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 know. Enemy 87 has the streets of Boston on lock. We play the hottest music, have the hottest on-air personalities and DJs, period. Most of all, we have those urban listeners that you want to reach, period. If you have a business, a product, a service, or an upcoming event, you have to get in touch with our sales department right now. Not now, right now. Let us help you to grow your business, sell your product or service, and promote your upcoming event. Eighty-seven says your only, only, only real urban choice in Boston. Do yourself a favor right now and make that call today. Call 781-773-8771. Our professional sales staff knows how to get the job done. Call 781-773-8771. When you call, tell a fat man scoop sent you. Welcome to Jam Rock Reggae Cruise, sailing Fort Lauderdale to Jamaica. Five days, five nights, with stops in Montego Bay and Old Chirias. November 14th to November 19th. Welcome to Jam Rock Reggae Cruise. A star-studded lineup of performers. Damien Jr., Kangbar, Steven Ragamuff, Marloots, and The Maytel. Sean Paul, Chronic, Jacques Cure, Taurus Riley, Bounty Killer, Beanie Man, Vegas, Bungie Garland, Movado, and more. Cabins and payment plans are available. Get them now. Welcome to Jam Rock. ReggaeCruise.com Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call Geico today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowners insurance. The first time you saw a laser level, you were probably a little suspect. Now you wonder how you did without it. At a Red Wing shoe store, we use the latest tools to give you the best fit, like a digital measuring device that not only scans the length and width of your feet, but even gauges pressure points and arch height. And Red Wing offers a 30-day comfort guarantee. It's all part of making sure your boots do their job so you can do yours. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Come experience the world's top reggae artists as they perform aboard luxurious Royal Caribbean's Independence of the Sea. The 87s inside the dance hall, VOG, J. Cool, Dr. Dazzle return 
to the annual Welcome to Jamrock Reggae Cruise for five days and five nights from November 14th to November 19th. Live performance by Damien and Stephen Mark. Return of Toots and the Maytals, Bounty Killer and Beanie Man, Jack Hure, Chronic, Vegas, Movado and more. Plus the world's top sound system blazing the vibe all day and all night. Enter to win. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook at B87FM and enter online at B87FM.com. Winner will be announced September 15th. No purchase necessary. Jamrock Cruise Giveaway exclusively on 87 number one in the streets of Boston. Contest prize does not include airfare or ground transportation to and from Florida. The official voice of the club, is now the official voice of B87.7. I'm with you. Whatever I say, y'all gotta do. Now turn your radio, 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 radio. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. I'm on the mic. Monday night. It's the last Monday in June. It's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, next weekend, we have the Mix Masters weekend. So definitely keep it locked. Uh, DJs, uh, you just, just put us on and just, just take us with you wherever we go. Wherever you go. Um, or we go if, you, if you're around me. Um... And and just listen to the mix master weekend because these DJs are off. The, we got the best DJs. That's all I can say. So that first uh, segment of the uh, first hour there, right? There's a lot of firsts happening here. Um, wow, huh? I mean, some of these these uh, these poets have some very very interesting things to say. I'm always impressed. It seems like I shouldn't be after almost uh, two years on the show. That you know, I you know, I would I would, I would hit a wall. Where it's like, all right, there's, there's no more poets. That there's it's just no. It, it's there's a lot a lot a lot of talented folks out there, uh, which is which is a you know, keep writing, keep doing what you're doing. Um, even if no one, you know, even if I, even if you're not sharing it, just just jot it down. We probably should share it at some point because why not? You know, what are you gonna do? Just you can't hoard it. You gotta you, know, you write these things, and if if, if if you know, even if you don't like it, you should still share it because just because you're your worst critic doesn't mean other people are not gonna actually appreciate it. And you may change someone's life, like uh, that Dakota poem. Um, you know that you know. Go to school, you learn. Your life has changed. It's the smoking rhyme show. You know, I like to talk and I'm gonna stop and, and get get in, get into some more poetry. So here we go. The first time I met his mother, Christmas Eve, I offered to help carve the dinner feast, which was how my meatless body knew I really loved her. <laughs> she didn't need my help. The adults would fix me a cocktail in the bathroom. I met the usual characters, an aunt who cleaned up the spill of her giggle with a paw over a lipsticked mouth, a cousin who smelled like a bar fight, wedding ring tarnished as an ashtray. I told his uncle that I liked his tie, and I did. It had real Christmas lights sewn into it, a ruby one for Rudolph's nose. He suggested if I was so fond of that tie, we could pretend it was mistletoe. His tarantula hand creeping towards my knee. Oh, he is harmless, his mother explained away. Just Uncle Lenny, a joke, 
In our family, we can take a joke, she warned, stringing a garland of excuses for him being only a man. From then on, she looked at me like a gift she wished came with a receipt, that her son would exchange me for another, perhaps a doll with a smaller mouth, soft legs that can't stand up for themselves, a string in its back she could pull and unleash a fit of mechanical laughter. It was funny, a joke, harmless. The last time I met his mother, Valentine's Day, she stood beside her son in the courtroom, proud, like his date to an award ceremony as I waited for the judge to grant 500 feet between his cackle and my ear, his groin and my no, his many sharp edges and my body soft and scared as a dying lamb. It was the first valentine I had ever given myself. His mother stared like I was a bitch walking on her hind legs, an amusing stunt with a false sense of spine, a little girl making monsters out of molehills. She never needed my help. She carved that beast herself. Yeah. I should ignore the empty city in my gut that still billboards your name. Oh. What fictions we create for each other. The epic piles of prose lining our beds twice. I've asked you to leave and kept the door open behind you. Couldn't stand the sound of the lock clicking its steadfast no when we've always been so... maybe. <laughs> Bad time. I fall for your open hello every time. And you, made of good intentions, ghost one day through my chest and my foolish city leaves you. There are nights I spend following you through fictions and roundabouts. Last night, I chased the back of your head through a crowded room, woke with my hands clenched, legs wide and reaching. Some men like to watch me. Run. Enjoy the squirm under their thumb. Marvel at the magnets in their pockets and the steel cage in my chest, flipping poles like reckless coins. He is nothing like you. That's a lie. His quiet is less indifferent. He is real beneath my hands. Imperfect and solid, he shows me the uneven fields of hair that decorate his body, the asymmetry of amber strands. He lets me map them, ripples when I tickle the tongues. When my mind wanders and he asks me what I'm thinking, I never say your name. Never admit that my nipples still firm the thought of your plucking fingers. I say, kiss me. Occupy myself with his open mouth and try to swallow your name. Sometimes he carries her to bed with us. 
His hands trace the length and curve of me, assuring himself that this is not her body. When I ask him what he's thinking, he nibbles the places I've showed him, my places, until I am clutch and shiver. And when we fall, Sometimes you and she are there in our pile. We do our best not to draw attention to you. We fuck harder. I know this rhythm belongs to him and her hips were never as hungry as mine. And this is how we slowly forget. This is how we choose to fill the cleft of your names. Mother. Welcome back to the Smoker Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 on the mic. It's a Monday night. It's the last Monday in June. I'm having fun tonight. I'm not, um, you know, I'm still kind of teasing you guys a little bit with it, but we're having fun tonight. Lots of fun. I mean, that, those last two, uh, you may at least you think, you know. Uh, you can think about when you met someone's mother, and hopefully uh, you're. Uh, you know, your experience was not like that um, on either side, because it happens on both sides of the fences, the inappropriate uh, behaviors of others. Um, so, you know, you just never know. And, and she stood up for herself. And I, I, I love it. I just 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 put it in check real quick, because you have to know the way you can't you can't carry it with you and 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 and, and, and imagine that it's going to go away because, you know. These things, especially family reunions, you got Christmas, you got, you know, you just can't avoid it. You can't be the, you know, the person that doesn't show up. Well, you could be, but, you know, who wants that? You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. We got Stephen Marley coming to town this Thursday. Uh, Paradise Rock Club. If you have, if you, if you have, you should see him again because his catalog is crazy. And he has new music. And if you uh, haven't seen him, you should come out and see him because it's Stephen Marley. Um, I could go on and on, but I will save you all the reasons why you should, other than the fact that it's you know it's it's going to be warm. Uh, I think the weather is going to be pretty good. I Meaning it's going to be warm. I know. And you know it's Boston. Why not Paradise Rock Club? Legendary, not just any rock club. Just you know. Only other part, I'll, I'll leave that alone. I, I, I know a lot of people get offended when I start talking about one particular place that's paradise. So I will save you it, and and I even save myself by uh, giving you some more poetry. This one is going to be fun. That's all I can say. Love to you. 
five times. You're thinking of adding vanilla extract to his pancake batter, of arranging the blueberries on his plate in the shape of your names, of the places outside his big city window he has not yet paraded you through. There are still bar stools in this borough that don't yet know you're his girl. Afterwards, you point to the towel, the shower, the heap of clothes on the floor begging for bodies to take them outside, to the metro cards on his nightstand, the day that will only be day for so long. When you inch out of bed, he asks, where do you think you're going? The story does not change. He has never and will not now snatch your wrist, will not smack a chorus of yeses from you like resuscitating a jukebox. You are a girl. You have learned to bargain your way with laughter before, but this morning your giggle is a foreign currency he won't accept. You explain the soreness between your legs, how the well has dried up. Feels like three cotton rags are folded inside you. Your body needs a break. The story does not change. He does not grab you by the braids. There is no hand wrapped around your mouth like duct tape. There never was, and there won't be now. Instead, he charms the guilt from your hips, says you are a feast. And he, the famine, how selfish it would be to hoard such fruits. You explain a second time. Three cotton rags folded inside, dry as licking cinnamon and sand. Pain, you say. A small rip does not claw open your dress, does not forearm your throat. He never did, and he isn't going to now. Rather, he says, our appetites don't align, we probably will not work. You whimper, beg, say five times already this morning, baby, pain, rip, cinnamon, and sand, he says, probably will not work. He doesn't lift a finger, but smirks as you throw yourself down. As you pin your own shoulder back, split your favorite dress on purpose, saw open your legs as you rip. A post-it note to my hangover for my current blackout. You are so vain. You probably think that all of this is about you, but it is. Tonight is my night. Like, everybody kept saying that I was the prettiest girl at the party. Like, who could believe I am still single, right? <sighs> so ridiculous right now. All squinty eyes and aspirin. Those Ellen John sunglasses aren't fooling anybody. Like an answer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Me? Sometimes you suck. Like, we're gonna pass out later, and I'm gonna try to be a good friend and untie one of your shoes and unzip the hoodie halfway and leave your ass bare for the necessary airflow. And in the morning, you won't even thank me. Grateful, drunk, slapped. 
<laughs> also, I may or may not have left the oven on 400, but I was so cold! chocolate chip cookies before I vomited in the stovetop pot. I started writing not soup, but I forgot what I was doing and drew a cat instead. <laughs> Don't give me those angry Muppet eyes. <laughs> for waking up somewhat soberer than I. Oh, I forgot. You don't even know me. I have a name. Hi, I'm Spunky. And I'm that drunk girl pretending not to trip. I'm crying in the gay bar bathroom stall. I'm not sad. This is my favorite song. You keep me bundled up like raggedy linens until finally you're free to unwind at home. I wish you could remember those few immaculate moments where both our souls inhabit this body before you leave this mess for me to clean up. But I'm not your French mate. I don't even know what to do with a feather duster. <laughs> I am the only man who hasn't left you. I am one more final call. I am pleased. I'm having a blast now. I am the blast. I'm falling down, just falling. I know my own limit. I'm sinking in swim. Fine. I am fine wanting to kiss him. Drink. I am want. I am hearing the voice saying no. Wanting. I am saying no. I am want. Crave. Licking lips raw. I don't need anything. I'm the only man who hasn't left you. I just want you to remember this. I just want to be remembered in the morning. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. Rex 45, I'm on the mic. I'm here till 2 a.m. giving you that uh, poetry talk. Marijuana talk. That last poem right there you heard by Spencer. Post-it note. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta leave notes to uh, different variations of yourself depending on what condition you're in. And, uh, and apparently he's he's, he's 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 sorting it out. Uh, before that it was Megan Fally with Cinnamon and Sand. You know, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it, it, you know. Poets are gonna con- this, and these are from 2012. Um, and poets are just gonna they're gonna keep pushing the envelope. And even 2012, I mean, the envelope was pushed for, as far as lyrical content uh, way before that. But I don't think you know they're gonna capture the environment of they're gonna capture the environment, their environment, or someone's environment. And and so you know, I mean, she the cinnamon and sand. You know, check her out, Megan Fowley, because it's just dope. That's all I can say. It's that time of the night. Uh, I mean, the whole show is my favorite part of the night. I, I, I do uh, enjoy talking about poetry, but I even, you know, I like talking about marijuana a little bit more than poetry, if you can believe it or not. Really, you know, it's, it's marijuana. It's, it's, you know, well, we, we won't go into the comparison. It, it we. It's a poetry and marijuana show, and we get to talk about here, both here. So it's a win-win situation for uh, everyone. So a little initiative on the Smoke and Rhyme shows to bring awareness, uh, especially local to Boston. Um, but you know, if you're in U- if you're in the U.S., 
you, you know, there's 25 states, give or take, that that you have medical marijuana right now, and you know, a bunch of states has failed that 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 that, that tried. So it really, it's just, the whole country wants it to be legal. Um, it's just depending on which state you're in, depends on how many people are getting out and 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 for or against. But in every state, everyone wants it. Not everyone, but good a good fraction of the community but here in matt in massachusetts it's on the ballot for november we have a, ca- a case that uh some folks took up against uh the 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 folks that uh want to they got marijuana on the ballot saying uh certain questions uh the, the question the percentage of thc levels uh for minors and you know, it it's they they in the in 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 the ballot questions a question it, it's it's pretty clear that it's for twenty one and over. So it's it's kind of you know they they kind of you know you, you know it's it, it's like you're just really wasting time. It's like you, let's just let's just bring more negative press uh, to. You know the 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 the, the ballot question. Because it's 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 it seems like you know it's going to rule in favor. The ballot ballot question is going to is going to be there for us to make a decision. So our wonderful governor who's against it, and our wonderful mayor of uh, Boston who's also against it, and the speaker of the house I believe is also against it. And I'm sure you can find some other folks uh, that are in public office that are against it. I wonder why, but. They're against it, and they have their reasons to be against it, and I get that, and all that. And for their, and and you know, it's maybe we should get them on a record that if, if they're speaking as a public servant, it's one thing than speaking from your own, you know, personal opinion, because you know, if you, when you when you when you're a public servant, you're kind of here to serve the public. You know that that that's kind of how it works. And if you have a percentage of people that's trying to say, "Hey, let's do this for our community because we think it's a good look," and all around, it's 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 a very, I mean, you know, it, look at Colorado, right? I mean, you know, it, it's it's a good look. We're not. I I know that that cannabis is 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 linked in with you know with with a lot of um, other uh, serious drugs. Right and but you know this is something that's just naturally grown and 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 they're fighting against it. So sure, you know, but the public wants it. So I think they should get on board with that. Is 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 kind of all I'm. It's kind of all I'm saying. And and because you know if 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 in in November it, it, it it's everyone votes or it passes. What it, what it, I mean? What are you gonna not? Not not give us what we want, and you know I was just looking at an article the other day, and they're talking about all the tax already, and you know it's like they're getting this six point seven percent, and another two point, almost like three percent, so they're almost getting ten percent from from tax, and and you know you look at cigarette and what they do with taxes for cigarette, and 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 and, and, and you know we pick on cigarette, and rightfully we sh- we should. Uh, and any you know nicotine product, I think we should pick on because those are worse. You know, if if they want, and, and those things are, you can go into stores and buy those things right now. So it's it's kind of 
you know, and, and, and I don't want to pick on alcohol, but again, these are things that cause more damage. So I think if, if folks can manage with different, uh, you know, AA meetings and, and, and different programs to help folks kind of figure out if, the, you know, because we're all, we're the same, but we all, we're different, you know what I mean? Because, you know, some people got, a, a you know, addictive properties and it could be chocolate or it could be whatever and, you know, it could be, so it's, you know, so sure, the people that can't, but that's anything, right? And, you know, you, you, so you, you have a program put in place and you throw some tax on it and spread it across the board. So, you know, the state's paying for it and you have these programs for the people that, uh, uh, they can't hold it together, but they they're not going to be able to hold it together for a lot of other things in their lives as well. So it's you know it, 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 it's you know when when they, when they, when you know it's like this this you know this 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 us and and we're trying to trying to survive, but you can't slice us, slice our lives up into pieces and only discuss the pieces without looking at the whole pie. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Uh, because a lot of things are going to overflow, and I, I, I'm not—I'm no professional, but I'm just saying a lot of things overflow. It, it's just you know, if you have a good workout ethics, it applies to a lot of things that you do in your life. If you don't, it applies to a lot of things that you do in your life. It's not just specific. Um, is all I'm saying. But you know, you know, I can, I can. So, Massachusetts, pay attention. Get your ears to the grind if you um, either side. It doesn't matter if you're for or against. I mean, it's good to be aware of, of what's happening. Uh, hopefully, you know, it makes sense. It's a new industry, and, and we need an industry because, you know, there's industries that are leaving and, and hasn't been back since the, uh, the recession. All right. I'm off my soapbox. We're going to pay some bills. You're listening to the Smoking Rhyme Show. It's Rex 45 on the mic. I know the phrase that pays, man. <laughs> more hip hop, more dance hall. You got more R and B, more urban music. The station giving away the most tickets to your favorite urban event. The eighty-seven, baby. The choice of the morning, VOG, from that Wake Your Ass Up morning show. Wishing everybody a safe and fun weekend as you drive around the city. Us DJs, they got you. Morning, VOG. How are you? Not bad. How you doing? I'm good. I'm calling. I'm not even LeBron or Curry. I'm calling because I have an issue with you bringing up Curry's light in. I feel like you're perpetuating this whole dark skin light divide. I mean, granted, you know, at times, white people you know, are giving a little bit more media coverage, but I feel like no matter what color he is, light skin, dark skin, at the end of the day, he's our own. Right, but let me say, true, but let me say this. I'm with you. My problem is not with Steph Curry in terms of light skin, dark skin. My thing is that whether you want to admit it or not, in that society, the culture, the media, and people of color embrace Steph Curry in a way that they haven't embraced other dark skin athletes, including LeBron. And in part, it is because I think because he's a light skinned brother. I'm not dissing him for that. I'm not disowning him for that. My thing is just to make us aware of it because if we're not aware of it, we're feeding into it ourselves. Mm. Well, I will do a little bit more. <laughs> the tourists in the morning, that one place where black people come and have an intelligent conversation. Join me, Monday morning. Wake that ass up. Let's talk about it.
Hi, I'm rapper actor model Lil Dicky, and I'm here to talk to you guys today about a pretty glaring issue within our society, and that's condom usage. Guys, I think we've gotten pretty laissez-faire about wearing condoms, and to be honest, I find it disgusting. People are having unprotected sex without even batting an eye. It's insane. It doesn't make one shred of sense to me. How can you even enjoy it? I'd be so stressed out the whole time. I won't bore you guys with the stats, but just know that STDs and unintended pregnancies are very real, and there's nothing better than peace of mind, and that's what a Trojan can provide you, the pleasure of protection. So be an adult and put a condom on. Performing all his hits, including the brand new juice, Scars on My Feet. Featuring Waka Flocka Flames. They say I can't rap, but I can make millions. Fruits of Life Tour. Thursday, June 30th. Paradise Legendary Rock Club. 967 Commonwealth Ave. Music by The Big. Everlast J. Cool, Dr. Daz. All hosted by yours truly. P.O.G. Steven Ragamuffin Marley. All backed by his live band. Thursday, June 30th. Paradise Legendary Rock Club. 967 Commonwealth Ave. Doors 8 p.m. Showtime 9. It's an 18 plus. Event. Don't miss Steven Marley. Hi, Tom Bodette with news for AARP members. Stay at Motel 6 and get great benefits like a 10% discount, free Wi-Fi, even late checkout on request. Those are a big help because members say they want to travel more. They also say they want to go on cruises. And while we have over 1,200 convenient locations, they don't float, so no help there. Book by calling 855-M6-AARP-0. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. That's what my unpredictable hair sounded like before frizzies. Sound familiar? We'll stop the crunchiness and celebrate your curls with Frizz Ease Air Dry Waves. It gives you defined, touchable waves with soft, feather-light movement. No heat required and no frizz. And that's the sound you'll hear and feel with your defined, touchable waves from Frizz Ease. Frizz Ease Air Dry Waves, only from John Frieda. I just feel like something's missing. I know. What we had was so big and warm and bright and yellow oh i really miss the sun no sun no problem centrum the most trusted multivitamins now have more of the vitamin d3 you need get the vitamin d you could be missing this winter with centrum multivitamins now our highest level of d3 ever The official voice of B87-7. I'm with you. Whatever I say, y'all gotta do. Now turn your radio, 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 up, up, up. B87-7. nothing but Boston's favorite urban music. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. I'm on the mic this uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning. We hear the... Uh, Monday from midnight to 2 a.m. Giving you uh, poetry and uh, a lot, little bit of marijuana talk. We just finished the first hour up and, you know, we chatted about the, uh, you know, the ballot question that's coming up. Uh, it's 70 degrees out right now. Apparently it's going to rain a little bit. That's not cool. Make sure my windows are up. 
because it's it's nice. And, you know, who who puts their windows up when it's nice out? July sixth, you got Protege coming to Brighton Music Hall. Definitely, definitely go see him. I mean, look him up if you don't know who he is. If you know who he is, then we'll see you there. It's just how it is. You know, we got uh, Stephen Marley again coming to town on Thursday. So you got a couple of days for that. July 12th, we have K. Michelle, House of Blues. Get it on your calendar. It's an all ages show. So you know you can you can bring your you can bring your grandmother, you can bring your mother, and you can bring your kid. Look at that. Get it uh, get it out the way. I want to sound like get it out the way because you know everyone loves their family and love hanging out with their family. So it's not a matter of getting it out the way, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's, it's it'll be a fun show, and I if 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 I have enough time, I will even play some of his music. You got uh, Miss Jill Scott coming to town as well. August 12th, it's a Friday night, it's at the Boston Opera House, live in concert, it's Jill Scott, as far as shows this summer, so far, it's, there's a lot of, if you have this, if you have it, if you have the time in your schedule, uh, there's a lot of shows, and you know, obviously the finances, you know how that go, I don't want to sit here and just say, but you know, Check it out. You got Yellow Man coming to town. I've been playing some of his stuff for the last few weeks. Uh, I may even uh, crack that. We got uh, music by Everlast Amusement Muse Movement. Shout out to Jay Cool, Dr. Dazzle. Uh, they also in Inside the Dance Hall every Saturday with Notorious VOG from 3 to 6 p.m. It's the modest, sickest three hours on radio every Saturday. That's on B87, it's mad and sick every. 24-7, you know what I mean? But, you know, you get the, you get what I'm trying to say. And and the red lights are going off because I've, I've gone over my uh, talking uh, meter. So, it's time to uh, get back to some poetry. Fashion designer Carl Lagerfeld thinks himself modern Perseus. Damns us all of soft shape into snake-haired Gorgon, then beheads us. Decrees from high atop Mount Fashion Week with a laugh in his throat and a shake of his head that no one wants to see round women. Television stations refuse to air commercials for a plus-size lingerie line, says the model has too much cleavage to be deemed appropriate for TV. Deems her titan, expels her into the abyss. This model, she is too much. We are too much. We are inappropriate. We should really do something about it. Embrace glossy magazine stacked pedestals to the backs of our throats. Wretch to fit atop them without wobbling. Threat of airbrush gun to the head. Should they wobble, see beauty, it fits. Between the margins, we are too much. We are not enough. We are not people, but punchlines. Head shakes, tongue clicks. Such a shame, such a waste, such a pretty face. Roll up, smack on the nose with collarbone. Stay off the furniture, silly girl. No sitting on the love seat, see beauty, it fits. 
Between the armrests, you are too fat to fly. Wings clipped, the sky belongs to Zeus. You have thunder thighs and not enough like me. You are too much. You are not enough. You are a disruption. You are an insecurity risk. Every hissing hair on your head too defiant. The part of the story so often lost is that Medusa, she was born so beautiful, made ugly by another's demand. Mr. Lagerfeld, is it so much easier to make us monsters than to simply make us dresses? Listen, if you promise to lower your sword and look at me, I mean, really look at me, I promise I won't turn you into stone. Reasons your wife left you. One, independence. Clashed under bedroom sheets. Two, Trojan warriors charging at one another with their swords drawn. The stadium spray painted with ego and pride, treating this marriage like you never had a choice. Two, at Christmas, they got you number one on the Best Buy wish list, and your first reaction is, how much did it cost? Was it more than 20 bucks? Because I swear I saw it cheaper on eBay yesterday, so I think you guys should just return it. And the card read, I love you, Dad. Merry Christmas. But another family owns them now. Three. Her phone rings on a business trip, and there you are. Opposite end of the country, phone cord wrapped around your waist, marking revolutions around a coffee table, and you begin with cannonballs before she even says hello, telling a story of her son and how he could bring up the Ahab in you. Apparently, you forgot that he was your son, too. Did you not notice that his cheeks looked just like your mother's, or the shared ancestry in his eyes? It took you 13 years to disown him. And he wonders how long you've been planning it, scheduling bomb drops on a family that was stuck, digging trenches, fighting a war of secession you would never have the armor for. Four. A turkey on the table. Red and yellow leaves littering the front porch, knife in hand. You tell her a bitch will never know how to carve a bird. Fine. <laughs> Guitar strap on your shoulder. You find more love in something that only says what you tell it to. Sits. After she washes the dishes, you go back through. Wash each dish again, uttering her name under your breath as a chargeable offense in her own home. You were always better at judge and jury than you ever were at husband and father. Seven. At 14, you told your father that you didn't need him anymore. And the son she birthed for you, well, he just turned 16. Eight. At 2 a.m., you climb into bed and she can still smell the alcohol that drove you home. Nine. You swallow the dining room table with bombs on your tongue. Scare the wings off of dragonflies, then use them to scrape their smiles into gutters you duct taped every summer. See, you didn't take everything for granted. No, you, you just took everything. And she doesn't believe you. She doesn't believe in you anymore. I dare you to give her a reason that does a mega ball around the living room. Sign your name at the bottom of that check, because she's paid for every lie you've wrapped in satin. Ten. Making your way to the front door. Your last meal seasoned with disappointment and defiance, your wife and son dripped jet fuel along the hallway. You never regretted the purple heart you earned fighting your own wife until that moment. Woo!
Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on, on UB87 FM. It's Rex45, I'm on the mic. We're having... It's, 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 a, it's the last Monday in June, and 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 Monday... Yeah, it is. And, and then it's July, and, and you know, it's the second half of the year. So it's, it's, you know, it's significant, to me anyway. So, there's that. What did you think about those poems? Uh, Rachel Wiley, Gorgon, uh, clothes for uh, everyone, and she had a lot to say, and and it is true, you know. Instead of making her look ugly, make her some clothes that fit. You listen to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B eighty seven FM. We're here every Monday night, midnight to two. Check us out on B87FM.com. Obviously, that's where you're listening. Check us out on the Twitter, on the Snap, on the Insta. Uh, you know, just we're everywhere. Uh, a little later on, I'm going to tell you I have a uh, feature coming up, and I will uh, tell you that at the end of the uh, at the end of the show, so you can uh, get it on your calendar and definitely uh, come out and watch me act a fool. Well, maybe not just a fool. We'll have some fun. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll we'll have fun. So. Definitely get like get. I'll tell you about that. So you know, keep it locked. And um, there you have it. Who else was the other poet? That last one by Ethan Rivera. Uh, reasons your wife left you. Wow, you know, it, it, it's the perspectives, right? The perspectives. I'm, I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm the kind of person that would probably lay on a chair before I'll be the one that'll be sitting here listening to the person laying on the chair. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'm no expert, but wow, huh? That one right there. It, it's, and, and from my, from how I interpret it, 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 it's, you know, from, 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 from the, from someone else's perspective, I, I would assume it's the kid, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, because, you know, poets can listen to other people's stories and get it down and, and, and voila, and it's there, so... I don't always want to say people are living what they're writing. Uh, not that we should question them first either, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's you just never know who's writing it, and you know, I, I want to give credit across the board, uh, equal opportunity person, right? But yeah, that that the second one was, was was pretty powerful, and you know, it's it's it, it, like it's vivid. It was like you know, it's like it's you could just see it. Close your eyes, and, you, and you're seeing what's 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 going on in that story or in that poem. So you know, it's it's poets are pretty cool. You know, speaking of cool poets, let's keep it going and and, and get into some more. Cough up a lung. Lucky for the man who can't understand why I'm so angry. How lucky am I to have been less drunk than the boy above me on that dirty couch in that empty fraternity room. How lucky this bucking knee, his doughy center, folding. Who was I then? To walk down the stairs, leave by the front door, go home to another drink. There's so much I don't remember. I was April. I was ten. There was a boy who kept threatening to kiss me. I remember he had one arm on either side of my head, and I said, 
don't. And he leaned in so close and said, you better learn how to take a chip. And he left me alone. Let's be clear. I wanted him to like me. Also, I was terrified. What I mean to say is, toddlers in mascara, keg stands on emptied stomachs, when the letters started arriving from our neighbor, full of photocopied yearbook pages, long passages in Latin, drawings of nooses with directions, I would lie there. In this bed I had been a girl in, inventing things to say that would keep him from killing me. What astonishes me is not that I have survived, but that I have not come closer to dying. I know the distance between me and most doors. If you have noticed me across a room, I have already seen you looking. And I'm lucky. I'm a girl who got by unscathed, which is to say unpenetrated. My lovers inherit a body that does not have to be solved. Lucky, my parents shut their phones off at night knowing I will not need to be saved. Lucky, my debt, my frantic laughter, my failed engagements, all my own. When the man trapped me in that Austin hotel room, I got out from underneath him by pretending I had to piss and making the bathroom a barricade. You're not smarter than me. Sometimes, while making dinner or eggs, I put my hand right next to the flame. Sometimes, I take the alley or the too-late train. Fuck you for staring. What I mean to say is, maybe somebody didn't raise you right. Mm. What I mean to say is, I'm sure you're really nice guy. I didn't mean what I said about your mother. <laughs> I'm sure she tried. Oh. The fifth time, you lost your virginity. You sliced the insides of your thighs with your sister's dull razor to ensure you would bleed for him. He did not appreciate your kind artist chastity. He rode off you like a worn camp cot, never questioned the oh. band-aid. While your body was addicted to trying, never said thank you. Instead, he slithered sideways, slid off you, sly as a muttered curse. You stabbed him in the back with that borrowed razor. By spring, you both regrew new skin. The third time was in the junior high gymnasium. Coach Charles in a detention slip, a swivel chair, a past exam, missing boy shorts, proud parents, eighth grade, all male teachers, I'm a roll the 11th time. It's to a woman, three times your senior. She is the only one who paid. Your face is an old receipt. You only see it unless you are alone and mean to. The fourth time was in a bins. That's all you remember. All that mattered then. Seventh time was on a pissy park slide. Your hair smelled of old fun and not enough attention for months. The tenth time you believed you had mastered it. You were wrong. He knew, but a fuck was a fuck. The sixth time you were unconscious. You still don't talk about it. It's an angry goblin chewing at your heart. It's too many, too late. It's hopeless. It's less hope. It's the same no matter how many times you open those legs and pronounce it the second time. You enjoyed it. It was his first time. 
He stabbed you in the back with a dull tongue after. You didn't care. He was so sweet during the eighth time. You had to hold yourself solid enough to take it. I think you swallowed half of the medicine cabinet's voice. The boys on your street had boys. They called your boy's mama a one-legged whore. He fights like a six-eyed pigeon in a jar of sadistic marbles. He is the only thing you can remember from the sixth time. The last time you lost it, you gave it back when it was returned. Claimed you were never looking forward to begin with, and now it doesn't look clean enough for your fucking garage that you turned that borrowed razor into a really big bank account bigger than an engorged reputation, and now those fuckers bleed for you the first time. It was a dream you had once. A jet black hot spring with luminous purple roses wide as wells and shaped like coffee mugs. A merman with a gentle smile and a playful fan. A wooden nymph with a fierce spirit and heavy moans. It was just a dream. You yelled into the pillows. It was just a dream. It was a just dream. It was just. It was the only time you ever counted. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 on the mic. It's Monday night. We're having some fun. So those poems, huh? And wow. Yeah, you know, it's. These, 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 these people, they're just. It's unbelievable the stuff that they come up with. I mean, you know, hopefully they're just making it up because if they live through something like that, it's even worse. Um, so hopefully it's just out of the imagination, which I doubt very much so. But yeah, wow, that was the last time you lost your virginity, Sierra Freeman. And before that was Marty McCombs. I'll I'll get that last name a little later. Don't worry, I will. It's at the tip of my tongue, but... And with a poem called Lucky. Uh, You know, it's... Yeah, right? I mean, you know... To see... To almost have things like, you know, if you were on that train or if you would have stepped off that sidewalk a second before, you know, or if you didn't, you got off the elevator in time, or in her case, she fought her way off the elevator. I mean, you know, it luck, I, I mean, luck may not be the right word. Maybe the universe is looking out for you and you, you can read these signs and, 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 you, and you just do, or maybe you can't read the sign, but somehow you stumble into it if, if you don't believe in luck. But, you know, every day, every day, sometimes it's, the, the, you know, lucky, you know, the, the person that get rear-ended behind you versus you and you were just right in front of that car. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm using, you know, things that you can imagine, but, you know, this poem is about, you know, you know, a predator, right? I mean, you know, people that, that prey on people and, 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 and lucky her, but think about all the people that are unlucky. Yeah, uh, and what they're going through, and we've played many poems now on this program uh, with, with with people's stories of, of 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 what happens when they run into a predator, and same you know we play it because it, it's awareness is awareness is awareness. I, like I like to say, I don't. I'm not here to preach, but if you give me a mic, I'm gonna kind of say what's on my mind, and I can't. I, I, you know, what am I gonna do about that? Poets, send me an email, poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop G and smoking, baby, baby. 
we you know you know get you get you get get you out and 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 you know people can be like yeah I heard his stuff it's that's 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 dope that's what's up uh, something like that or some variation of that so send us an email uh, and and you know we're, we're I will listen and 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 if it's proper and 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 and, and radio ready we'll we'll play it so it's just, it's easy enough. We can't, we can't, we can't. We give you an email address, and we we ask you to do something. And if you have it already, all you gotta do is just attach it and send it, and you know, and then give us a shout. And our phone number six one seven four four zero eighty seven seventy seven. You know, tell us what's happening. I, I, you know, we've mentioned the Stephen Marley show, which is coming up pretty soon. The Protege show, which is July twelfth. Another show uh you know you should you should every show we mention you should, you should if, if you have the opportunity time and everything in between that to to go check out it doesn't make any sense not to is all i can say and i can say a lot but i won't i'm gonna squeeze some more poem in and then um we're gonna pay some bills we'll finish up the last part of the sec the, the second hour that we're on and uh we'll, we'll get into the second part of the pot cafe which will be, you know, it's it's the pot cafe. It's how, as they say, we do. I was making her late for work. When I stopped at a crack in the sidewalk, she just kept walking. 
When she said she loved me, her mouth was a straight line. She told me I was taking up too much of her time. Last week, she started sleeping at her mother's place. She told me that she shouldn't have let me get so attached to her, that this whole thing was a mistake. But how can it be a mistake that I don't have to wash my hands after I touch her? Love is not a mistake. It's killing me that she can run away from this, and I just can't. I can't go out and find someone new, because I always think of her. Usually, when I obsess over things, I see germs sneaking into my skin. I see myself crushed by an endless succession of cars, and she was the first beautiful thing I ever got stuck on. I want to wake up every morning thinking about the way she holds her steering wheel, how she turns shower knobs like she's opening a safe, how she blows out candles, 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 blows out... Now, I just think about who else is kissing her. I can't breathe because he only kisses her once. He doesn't care if it's perfect. I want her back. So bad. I leave the door unlocked. Oh, God. I leave the lights on. More hip hop, more dancehall, more R&B, more urban music. Keep it locked right here. V87, baby! The choice of the morning, VOG, from that Wake Your Ass Up morning show. Wishing everybody a safe and fun weekend as you drive around the city. Us DJs, they got you. Next week is that 4th of July weekend where we kick off that Mixed Master weekend. But this weekend, we got you already. We're in the building holding you down. Bitch, alert. There's a bitch on the other side of the phone. Do not pick it up. I repeat, do not pick up the phone. Bitch, alert. This is a bitch, alert. I am. Good morning. No, you have I'm back tomorrow inside the dance hall for the maddest, sickest three hours on radio where I transform to my alter ego. It's three hours on radio, that global dance hall show. VOG, J. Cool, and Dr. Dazzle. And we're hooking you up with tickets to see Stephen Marley. He's in town next week. We got that hookup inside the dance hall. Not in tickets. But I am back on Monday, Notorious in the Morning, when we wake up to Boston's only real urban morning show. From the streets of Jamaica, coming live on the dancehall tip presents Culture Superstar. Wednesday, July 6th, Jamaica's protege comes to Boston. And he's a protege. What massive live concert? The long, long wait is over. Wednesday, July 6th, Brighton Music Hall, 158 Brighton Avenue, Protégé Live in Concert, Big Station Band, hosted by J. Cool, Doors, 8pm, Showtime, 9pm, 18 plus event, music by Evelasso, J. Cool and Dr. Dazzle, get your tickets today, it's only $20 in advance, tickets available online, Ticketmaster.com, LiveNation.com, Brighton Music Hall Box Office, or by calling 617 779-0140 Jamaica's most talked about new cultural artist Protégé finally comes to Boston Wednesday, July 6th Brighton Music Hall Boston's premier venue for international reggae music Get your tickets today At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration Not obligation That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous And now just for giving us a try We're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget at the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. 
No caps and no catches. Because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Notorious VOG has sold down. The 87 is had this on Thursday, June 30th. June 30th. It's the return of Bob Marley. Reincarnate. The boss. Son of the legend. Steven Ragamuffin Marley. Live in concert. Performing all his hits. Including the brand new jewels. Scars on my feet. Featuring Waka Flocka Flames. They say I can't rap, but I can make Steven Ragamuffin Marley. Fruits of Life Tour. Thursday, June 30th. Allies Legendary Rock Club. 967 Commonwealth Ave. Music by The Big. Everlast Sound. J. Cool, Dr. That's all hosted by yours truly. E.O.G. Steven Ragamuffin Marley. All backed by his live band. Thursday, June 30th. Allies Legendary Rock Club. 967 Commonwealth Ave. Doors 8 p.m. Showtime 9. It's an 18 plus. Yvette, don't miss Stephen Marley. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. I'm on the mic. It's Monday night. We hear every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m. Poetry and marijuana talk. Wow. What can I say about that last poet right there? That one was. See if I can find the name. What a what a what a what a. No, it was not Engine. Although Engine, I was a big fan of that. That one was uh, That one was uh, pretty good. That one was Neil Hillborn, OCD. And you know, it's you know, as human beings, I, I'm not going to act like I have all the answers, and because I don't. We evolved in the beginning of, of the relationship. It was fine. In the middle, somewhere along the line, she um, she kept walking, but he's still, you know, he's still waiting. And 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 and, and you know, tonight we've heard, you know, the other side of the coin because I'm sure everyone thinks that uh, they do they're doing the right thing, but you know, until you get both parties. In the same room, you'll hear the story. So, but these poets—they are—they've captured it, and 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 you know, it's, it's just—it's a beautiful thing. So, I know you guys are coming out to see Stephen Marley, so I won't tell you about that. But it is this Thursday, and Protege—he's—he's he's in town, July twelfth. You got a Yellow Man coming to town, August. Get that on your calendar because I mean you got to see Yellow Man. He's gonna be here August 9th. You got Jill Scott coming August 12th. You got K Michelle coming as well to town. He's here August 19th. Uh, then him and Yellow Man are not at the same venue, but uh, if you can, if you have a twin, you guys can, you know, or gals can go to uh, each spot and 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 then you know 
see how well the uh, experience is. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's go back and some more poetry before I, I put my uh, foot in my mouth, as they say. You listen to the Smoking Rhyme Show. It's Rex 45. to make sure America stays America, on top! Mm, to rescue them from oppressive dictators by writing dissertations on them in grad school. <laughs> Finally, a decade after watching Iraq and Afghanistan from our couches, democracy has come to the country's next door, to the ones we so lovingly bombed in a capitalist bliss. Once we taught how to vote, and those bitches didn't even invite us, who else but us? Who else but the poster children for democracy could give the incapable camel eaters of the Middle East? exotic citizens of the it's been 250 years since our own revolution, and we're getting nostalgic. That's why we started Young White Bipartisan Americans for Middle East Peace. Now, just to clarify, I'm not actually white. I'm an ally. <laughs> But we can only sell commemorative look. We made a black man president fights for so long. Oh! Saving the world feels great, just as long as I look like an activist on Facebook. We need to rescue oppressed Muslim women, but at least with their men keep them in line. Corporate America is evil. I'm going to fight them with my iPad and iPhone. Each of my failed marriages is a sacred union under God. We can't let the gays get in the way of that. Wow. I protested the war on drugs by going to class high all year. An American soldier slaughtering 16 civilians is an isolated incident, but 20 extremists and hijacked airplanes still represent an entire religion. This is not about liberal over conservative. This is not about red states versus blue. This is about Americans who still think our revolution is the only one that got it right. For the isolationists and the armchair activists. For the college students that can't tell a rap from Australia. For the students who think they can save the world from a coffee shop. For the people who switch to Glee because the news is too depressing. We are all sitting in front of a 10,000 foot television screen. We exercise our citizenship every time we change the channel. Our sofa voting booth is our only shared culture. Our living room altar. We stare through the eye of God like this is our creation. We make all this matter. We are witnesses to atrocity. Be grateful your death is seen by someone other than your killer. We didn't pull the trigger. We just sold them the guns. We don't enslave children. We just buy from the lowest bidder. We didn't see the bodies. We were watching a different show. We aren't doing anything wrong. We aren't doing anything. Hi. We represent young, white, bipartisan Americans from Middle East. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on an all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. I'm in the building. Uh, you heard that one right there. That was um, pretty um, powerful, right? Uh, you, have to, you probably hear that another time. I almost played it another time, but I figured you guys can figure that out and, and play it at your leisure. Plus, there's so much more poetry to get through. 
Um, I just, just can't find a time. Can't find a time whatsoever. We're going to get into another one. This one right here is by Nate. Unfortunately, again, no last name. Retracing. Take a seven. Retracing your steps, always work backwards. Eight, breathe. You both know the line between I will see you again soon and goodbye is paper thin. It's nobody's fault for ending up on the wrong side of things, but it goes no further. She breaks the hold, begins to back her way around the corner. You fumble for the strategy crumpled in your pocket and scream her name behind a shallow grin. This is the art of fading gracefully. Seven. On the train ride to meet her, you sketch battle plans onto the backside of an envelope, hoping the right string of words might grab tightly enough to keep her from leaving the city after everything she is still not a habit you're willing to break. You fold the envelope into shallow pockets and pray you don't need it tonight. Six. Through a hundred miles of telephone wire, she spits Virginia like a curse book. Informs you her hometown has finally dug in its heels. New York can no longer hold her. You stumble over the simplest phrases, I'm coming to meet you, and we are bigger than the coastline forcing its way between us, each one catches in your throat. You've always been eloquent at the easy moments, but now all you can manage is, don't leave before my train arrives. Mm. Five, the nature of addiction dictates that over time, the effects of a given stimulus will decrease as the body becomes accustomed to a repeated sensation. Despite your best intentions, one night in her bed every three weeks doesn't get you quite as high as it used to. That is what terrifies you the most. Four, daylight breaks through her window, whistling you songs of last train is leaving. Massachusetts needs you home, but she's still sleeping. Tight fist and back talk beautiful between you and the white concrete containing everything you are unprepared to walk away from. You would abandon your bones just to have something to return for. Take your coat instead. Know that she will wear it around her shoulders daily. No, this will not keep her warm. Three, it's been less than a week now, and already you're jonesing for another hit. These phone lines are the methadone drip keeping you moving on the day she is too far away to touch. You promise to visit, to stay with her when you do, to fight the daylight with both hands and every ounce of your breathing. You crumple it all into the simplest phrases. I will see you again soon, too. The nature of addiction dictates that the first time is always the best time. And despite the friends snoring in the corner, the dog sharing the couch, and the incredibly awkward angle of approach, everything about this moment is perfect. This is the only everything. Finally falling into place. One. This is a whiskey midnight. You are drink yourself dry, and she is nothing but a prayer upon your lips. The impractical hope of someone to hold you and mean it after everything. You have no idea how tight that hold could be. How well her body could fit between yours and the concrete. You don't even know her name. But hope is the most eloquent storyteller. Breathe. She is right around the corner. Kindergarten. The worst three years of my life. Now, don't get me wrong, being a child is mostly carefree. You know, I got to hang out with the homies for like six hours a day. Uh, it was socially acceptable for me to pee myself. I, I wasn't worried about the moral implications of trading a juice box for a kiss, or the futility in trading a chocolate chip cookie for somebody else's chocolate chip cookie. Uh, in other words, being a kid was great. Until, of course, it wasn't. It all began with a Joseph. 
What color is this duck? Green, I said with all of the innocence that I could muster, to which my friend Harold responded, No, dummy, ducks are yellow. The underworld opened up to greet me. Satan himself and his dementors crawled up my box of crayons to, to kiss away my dignity, my name, replacing it with colorblind. And so it began. Oh, you're colorblind! Well, what color is this? What about this? What about this? Wait, so you only see gray like a dog? Are you allowed to, like, drive in my personal favorite? Oh, you're colorblind! That explains why you dress like that. That was a mere whisper of the boy I once was. To the people who think that being colorblind is the best response to racism. Mm -mm. <laughs> it took me 18 years to find God in the darkness. To realize that I didn't need light skin in order to be the sun. I am the sun of African kings and queens of a heritage so deep, so wide that it scared the world. And you want to take this from me. You want to strip me clean, bleach away the parts of me that make you feel uncomfortable, that make you confuse me for targets, for guns, somewhere for you to put a bullet. We are not the same. When white ancestors put a boot to my neck, we don't get to pretend it's not there. The answer to racism is not in forgetting the past. The past is not the only place it exists. The color of our skin carries so much weight. I can understand why sometimes you want to set it down, but when you say colorblind, you're asking me to forget. Forget just this small part of who I am, as if I'm worth something despite the unfortunate color of my skin. You're asking me to pretend. Pretend like we're all born with a blank slate. Pretend like some things haven't already been chosen for me. When you say colorblind, you are asking me to do something I've never had the privilege to. Blindness is never a solution. Don't you dare close your eyes. Look at me. Look at me and tell me what you see. Tell me you see me, a black boy with so much to be afraid of. But the biggest smile you've ever seen because he has so much to be thankful for. A black boy with a heart of gold. Or silver, or bronze, it doesn't matter what place a racist system puts me in, I still have a heart, and it is still beating. I am alive, and that means something. I am a black boy, and that means something. It means I made it to today with every ounce of who I am. It means I made it to today before racism could erase me. It means that I am here. You have another chance to treat me like I deserve to be. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the... Funny how hand positions change over time when saying those lines. Becomes less of a pledge of allegiance, more of proof to the officers that you are actually a citizen when they arrive on scene August 28, 1955. Money, Mississippi. A little boy with a cannon for a heart is ejected from the barrel of a bridge. Bullets made confetti out of his face. They even tied an elephant-shaped cotton gin to his torso to sink him to the bottom. He had an entire circus act in the bottom of the river, but no one clapped when he emerged dead. I guess death wasn't a part of the act. Emmett Till was not a victim. He was a magician, changed the course of an entire civil rights movement, and all he had to do was snap his neck November 25th, 2006. They rang Sean's bell, the kind of bell that rings, the kind of ring you wear to a wedding, the kind of wedding he was on his way to. He's got a gun. They fired 50 shots into the car. 
killing Sean and wounding the other two passengers. One of the officers even stopped to reload the way an artist stops in the middle of painting to admire his work. He fired 31 pastels into the car. Sean Bell was not a victim. He was a canvas. August 5th, 2014, Beaver Creek, Ohio. A toy soldier by the name of John Crawford was relieved from duty in the action figure section of Walmart. He walked around the way many PTSD patients do when relieved from battle, gripping his weapon tighter than his grip on reality. He awaited orders from his commanding officer of a mother on the phone that day. Sir, welcome to Walmart. How may I help you? Hold your position, sir. Could you stop waving your weapon like that? Hold your position, sir. I'm calling the police. Hold your position. Put down the weapon. Hold your bang. Whoever says you have the right to bear arms was lying and he was a tiger. Let loose on a jungle full of poachers that day. A mother lost her son. Her father lost his junior. The way a fraction loses its better half when multiplied correctly. There were multiple shell casings at the scene. None of which belonged to the BB gun. John Crawford was not a victim. He was a war hero with a gold star on his straight jacket. The media keeps calling these altercations. I don't understand why they're spelling execution like that. I've never heard slaughter pronounced that way. January 24th, 2004, Brooklyn, New York. Timothy Stansbury, August 9th, 2014, Ferguson, Missouri. Michael Brown, August 12th, 2014, Los Angeles, California. Ezel 4, November 2nd, 2014, Akron, Ohio. Raphael Thomas, November 9th, 2014, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oral Rosser, November 22nd, 2014, Cleveland, Ohio. Tamir Rice, March 24th, 2015, Cobb County, Georgia. Nicholas Thomas, I apologize if I have trouble pledging allegiance to a flag that has been determined to do us part and leave our black bodies dangling at the altar. What hurts most about this poem is that half of those people were alive when I wrote it with liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM is Rex 45. I'm on the mic. That last one was by Darius Simpson. Genocide. Powerful, powerful. Uh, yeah, you know, just listen to dates out. I mean, what are you going to say? You know, it's. I, yeah, you know, I, I, we shouldn't still, you know, be fighting where we're fighting and have been to fight and. And all that, but until you know, Bob Molly says, uh, until right, everywhere. So, it, it got to work itself out, and we the people will work it out. Uh, this, uh, I won't even touch that, but uh, if you guys check out Jesse Williams' uh, speech on BET yesterday, I'm just saying, just check it out, listen to it. It's a, it's, it's you know, poetry is, um, I don't want to say it's, it's. So it's the way to get information. It's where I'm gonna leave it at. I'm not gonna hype it up to it. Hype. It, it's just. It's just. You know. And and it's just straight information. There's no distraction. It's just you, you digest the words. You get time to think about it, and you come up with a th- you know a plan or something or nothing. But at least you digest it. And uh, that's what I gotta say. You hear these poets, man. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I will uh, save myself the trouble of going on and on. And we're going to move into the pot cafe section of the night, which is, uh, you know, get to <laughs> cough up a lung. 
So in the first hour, you heard me talk about um, Massachusetts and our uh, ballot question to legalize recreational marijuana up to an ounce, I believe. So, you know, people here, just, you know, do what you're supposed to do. And 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 let's let's make it happen. I mean, there's a fran- it's, it's it's there's money to be made. There's entrepreneurship. It's, it's not, you know, people can make a lot of things. Right now, you can't do any of that stuff. Uh, well, you could do some of it. Um, so I won't say you can't do any of it. But you know, let's look at a place where it is legal. And I'm going to pick a subject. And we've talked about a similar subject. Uh, here's a family. That uh, that in Colorado, and you know they have a young three-month-old was having multiple seizures, three to five hundred seizures a day. Uh, the doctors pumped the 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 young child with with, with lots of drugs. Uh, I'm trying to get a number on it, and essentially the kid just was comatose. Uh, for and with you know didn't do anything much for four months. Um, they got around to prescribing uh, a form of uh, THC, and you know the young child is down to ten seizures a day, putting on weight. That's a young man. Oh, he's not that old. This is uh, from he's not. He's a child, and. You know, there are cases, and, and, you know, we can say whatever we want to say, but a lot of, you know, you, you think about some of these, these prescription drugs that you go get and what's in them and, and how uh, damaging that is to one's body and mind. You, you, I, I, I always find it interesting in how, you know, people not even willing to explore the possibilities of what, of what I mean, and people are, but the, the naysayers are not willing to at least... Uh, have a professional opinion on it, and then at least they'll have some some footing to stand on while they tell you no. But right now, it's just beat the tr- the, the the drums and the trumpet with a no, and 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 not realizing that there's some possibilities that can save someone close to them. Who knows, right? Because you don't know, uh, or help or assist. It doesn't have to, you know. The, 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 it's, it's not like Tropic Thunder, you know. It's not the cure all. But you know, so you know, and 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 a lot of families are gonna, you know, you're gonna give your young child this this thing. But I mean, you know, families put their kids on Ritalin. Uh, you think about all these these drugs that 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 you know now gets you know folks on 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 heroin and. You know, so I don't, I don't understand it, because again, when you when you look at the damage, it, it, it's it, we're all we got the same parts generally if we're if we're fortunate to be born healthy. So, but we're all different, and I don't understand how a um, you know how the politicians to be or the naysayers to be to sit here and say otherwise. It just doesn't. You know, it just does not make much sense, and and I'm not going to come out and, and 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 say that they are you know they're being paid off or this or you know or or they're just ill informed. I mean, you know, some of it could be true, but I'm not going to say that. It's it, at least let the process happen. I mean, you know, just let the process happen, and and because they're they're. I mean, 
it's almost like it's coming into the light right it's been in the dark for so long that of course it's going to take a little bit of time and and we do have to be patient with it and 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 all that wonderful stuff and if we're not then what are you going to have so you know and and for a family member to to decide that they're going to put their young in on on something like 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 you know THC to help with this I mean this has to be something you know serious I mean it's not I don't think anyone's going to just do it lightly that's just going to be like okay well you know let's 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 no of course not it's, it's going to be it, 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 it would be a last option thing so it's like again because no no doctor's going to tell you this way so unless you're doing your own research or, and or you know you find somebody who's has enough um what's the word i'm looking for you know a doctor that 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 that's thinking outside the box sure maybe that might happen but you know how long, how long do you have to wait for that so you know so look at colorado see what's happening down there and and, and let's let's get let's get it together Smoking Rhyme Show to all new B87 FM. That was the Pot Cafe. So, July 20... July 20... July 31st, I will be at the Lizard Lounge uh, doing a feature there. I'll have be back by the Jeff Robinson Trio. So, you know, get it on your calendar. And, and it's some new poetry. It might be some of the stuff that I have um, read on the show. And we don't really... You know, put out the our policy, but generally, you know, every time I come on and 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 open the show with a poem, it, it's a poem. It's a new poem. So it, it, I won't say I haven't repeat. You know, VOG, if you're listening, a couple of times, but there were special things. It was a Thanksgiving special, and and there were themes going, so it made sense to. Um, but normally, you know, out of all the shows we've done, I mean, it's probably like four. And we've done well over uh, 50, 60, 78. We're going on two years. And, you know, Monday, every Monday, you know, so that's almost 102 shows minus holidays. And, and so, but yeah, so some of those poems will will uh, uh, that will be from that. So if you check out the SoundCloud dot com rexy 45 page you can listen to some of those uh poems and listen to some of those shows and if you're digging it come check me out put it on your calendar we're gonna have some fun we'll rock out and um you know that's that i'll be here next week on the sports fanatic show with big e boston taj hood superstar G-Dub, we're here every Sunday, 11 to 1 p.m. I got a little bit of bragging rights because I called LeBron James on that win, and and, and they delivered. And, and so it's kind of like I probably should get ice cream for like a month or something like that. Might have to talk to them about that. So keep it locked. You got Notorious in the Morning coming up in the morning uh, with Jelly Santos for the Notorious in the Morning show. Uh, and throughout the day, enough things are happening. If you're coming out to Stephen Marley on Thursday, I'll see you on Thursday. Peace.